Hello there, gorgeous souls. Welcome back to the Success Revolution podcast. You're in for a real treat today because today's episode 206 and we're going to be talking about becoming aware of the invisible element of sustainable success. So in today's episode, I'm going to go into what the invisible element is. Most people think it is the mind And whilst that may be a part of it, I'm going to go deeper and take you into truly what the invisible element is and how it works. We're going to look at three signs that your body is currently in a state of resistance to sustainable growth and success. And I'm also going to make this really practical for you. And I'm going to give you one way today, one really simple way that you can overcome your body's inbuilt resistance to change. It's inbuilt resistance to growth and evolution. So if you are anything like me, if you are a high achieving, ambitious leader, you're a CEO of your own business, a change maker, a visionary, you are a woman that is here on a mission to do incredible work at the world, in the world, that you are mission driven and you want to know how to tap into this next evolution, expand into this next stage of your own evolution and your growth in your business so that you can create something that is sustainable, yes, and nourishing, absolutely, then I want you to know that this episode is absolutely for you. So let's dive in. Welcome to the Success Revolution Podcast with Gemma Bernard. Okay, party people, let's talk about it. Let's go into it. Let's go into talking about the invisible element of sustainable success. For so many women that I work with, I I see this coming up um, so often. So many women come to me having done so much personal development work, a lot. Um, And, you know, they've done the healing work. They've done the subconscious reprogramming work. They meditate, okay, they are doing all the mindset practices and yet when it comes to the level of sustainable success that they want, there's something that's kind of like missing for them. There's a piece where either they're creating, like a lot of them come to me who've created incredible success, multiple six figures, um, seven figures of success, but there's just something that's missing out of that piece. And it's not just the sustainability, although it is, but a lot of people think sustainability is like, how long can my business just keep making money? But sustainability is so much more than your business and the amount of money that it makes. It's got a lot to do with how nourishing and fulfilling success is for you. And this is something that I experienced really within myself you know, back in 2020, I built sustainable success in my business. I had multiple five figures of recurring revenue coming into my business and mapped out in my business for months, but it wasn't sustainable. And why? Not because the business wasn't making money, but because it wasn't fulfilling work to me. The model that I had built, the way that I was showing up, And what I was talking about and doing and and teaching wasn't at the deepest level 
really fulfilling to me. And that really is what categorizes sustainable success. It's not just, well, my business makes a lot of money and it makes that same amount of money month after month after month. And I can see that my revenue is mapped out for the next six months, 12 months. I've got all this monthly recurring revenue. My pro- like That isn't sustainable success. How do we know that? Well, my personal experience tells you that because I had to let it go. I could not sustain the business model and the success that I had. Because it wasn't fulfilling to me. And I had to go into the invisible element to be able to find my way to what fulfilling success, sustainable success at that deepest level of fulfillment was all about. And that's exactly what I'm asking you to do in this episode. And if I was to give you one very practical thing for you to actually give some thought to, at the end of this episode, in, in conjunction with the very practical tip I'm going to help you to tap into the invisible element, is what I would say to you is that it is so important, it is absolutely integral, that when we are looking at sustainable success, that we don't just focus on creating recurring revenue in our business. Sure, that is one piece of sustainable success, but it is not the full pie. We've got to make sure we bring in those conversations with ourselves, those metrics, those intangible goals around how nourishing and fulfilling, how on purpose, how passionate, how in alignment with our values and our mission and our, the work we're here to do in the world, how in alignment is our version of success with that as well. Because if you're only measuring sustainable success by how much recurring revenue you have in your business, then you are going to very quickly find out the sustainability is much more than that, which is exactly what happened to me. So it really begs the question, what is the invisible element? So many people think the invisible element is the subconscious mind. And I have no doubt you have seen or heard the iceberg analogy where people have bring up this beautiful diagram and it's got a picture of an iceberg and it's got the waterline, you know, etched into this, into this image. And it's got your conscious mind is the tip of the iceberg and your subconscious mind is everything that's underneath. And it, it kind of positions that this is like the invisible part. You can't see what's underneath the iceberg. And so we've all been led to believe that the invisible element really is the subconscious mind. And I went down that path for many years of doing so much of the healing work and reprogramming work to get my subconscious like patterns in alignment with what I wanted to create. And that work was incredibly beneficial and helpful. And I still use subconscious work and subconscious reprogramming in the work that I do. But I realized that that's not actually the invisible element. The invisible element is that piece that actually triggers those subconscious patterns and pathways and that was the piece that I started to become really interested in because if you think about the subconscious mind like the programming of your laptop or your computer and if your laptop is just sitting there open it's got all it's got 
you know, Microsoft Word programming. It's got, you know, the, the hardware that's in there that makes everything run. And if it's just sitting there open and there's no data going into the, into the computer, what does the computer do? Nothing. It just sits there. It doesn't give you any output. Data has to go in to the computer to trigger the programming to give you a response. And when I started to think about that, I was like, that's so interesting. Like I can have a computer there. Like I can have a Word document with the Microsoft Word program with all of the coding, everything there. But if I don't actually input some data, click on a button, type a word, put control C or control, if I don't do that, if I don't give it some sort of stimulus, it's not going to give me a response, right? It's just going to be a blank Microsoft Word document that sits there with the little blinker, little cursor just blinking at you, right? You've got to put some data into it. And I realized that that's exactly what was going on with the subconscious mind too. It's this incredible program that runs there that helps us automate so much of our daily life, our decisions, our choices, our actions. But what's the data that's stimulating the pattern? And I was like, this is the invisible part. This is the part that I want to know. And what I realized was... and from the research that I've done, the study, my own personal experience was if I don't change the data that is triggering the pattern, then I'm going to get the same pattern triggered over and over again. And no matter how much I heal and try and change that pattern, if I'm still putting the same data, the same stimulus into the program, why am I expecting a different result and a different response Like you can change all of that, but if I keep putting control A into Microsoft, it's still going to select all the data that's there. It's still going to have that same response. So what is the data in our body? What is the data that communicates with our subconscious mind? And that's the invisible element. And that they are the neurotransmitters because they act like chemical messengers sending data from the nervous system to the brain through the neural pathways. And these neurotransmitters are chemicals like adrenaline and dopamine and serotonin and cortisol, which is like the stress hormone. These are chemical messengers that our body creates in response to an external stimulus that the nervous system reads and sends because the nervous system is not saying do this. It's sending a chemical concoction <laughs> through the nerves, a chemical concoction through the nerves in the body to the brain that says, here's the response. Here's the program that this triggers. And so the invisible element is your nervous system. It's not your subconscious mind. Subconscious mind is a foundation Absolutely. And it's an important one too. You know, my brother is a builder. He's been a builder for over two decades. 
and he's an incredible builder. He owns his own company, he makes incredible custom homes in our local area. They are beautiful. I'm so proud of the work that he does and he's really good at what he does. Great service, you know, great product. Like he runs an incredibly successful company. And if I was to bring my brother onto this podcast and if I was to question him and say, his name's Toby. I'd say, Toby, I've got plans. Plans are all written up for this house that I want to, I want to build. Okay. Got the plans. I've got all the approval and I've bought the block of land. Like what's the first thing we're going to do? He wouldn't say the first thing we're going to do is lay a concrete slab as a foundation. He would say to me, Gemma, first we need to prepare the land underneath. We need to create a steady, stable, secure and strong grounding to pour our foundation on top of. Because if that ground underneath the foundation, the concrete slab and the the frames and the walls and the bricks and the roof and the if that isn't strong and stable and steady it's not going to be able to hold everything you put on top of it if there's unstable ground that is going to send a message to that foundation on top that message is going to cause a crack in the foundation. That crack is going to cause a crack in the, in the walls that creates a crack in the ceiling that then creates leaks and all of the things that happen, right? So the ground underneath is actually the first thing we do. It's the part that sends the message out to the rest of the house that says we are stable, we are strong, we are safe, we are secure, we can hold everything and anything you put on top of us we can hold it all we can sustain it all and so many people miss this part if a builder wouldn't just put a concrete slab on top of any old land why are you doing that when it comes to you expanding why are you just pouring on the mindset, changing the program, writing the new affirmations? Why are you not preparing your ground? Why are you not making it steady and strong and stable? And you know what? Even flexible too. The ground needs to have some flex in it. Why are you not doing that? And I'm going to answer it. And the main reason is, is because most people don't know. It's, it's I call it the invisible element. So I have a, a three-part framework that forms everything I do with my clients. It's called the body-led business expansion method. And I, I call the work on the nervous system the invisible element, <laughs> the invisible expansion element. And I call it that because it is invisible. And it's invisible because a lot of people don't know about it. It's invisible because it gets ignored. It's invisible because you can't really see it. And it's also invisible because, you know, really over the last, you know, 40, 50 years, we've given so much reverence and hierarchy to the mind, the power of the mind, thoughts create things, the secret 
we've revered the mind and in doing so, we've actually in turn pushed the body down. Yet the body is the one that is transmitting and interpreting all of the data that happens from the external, from the world. It's sending all those chemicals up to trigger those patterns. We're going to bring the body back into the conversation and that's exactly why we do that with the invisible element. And the body will send you signs. (laughs) Our body is a messenger. It's a very clever messenger too. A very, very clever messenger. And our bodies are always talking to us. They are always sending us messages. And a lot of those times we see those messages as hassles, inconveniences, things to be gotten rid of. They're slowing us down. But your body is sending is so incredibly wise and it's constantly communicating with you. It's not an inconvenience, it's a communication tool. And your body is likely communicating to you right now in this moment, telling you certain things, giving you symbols and signs and saying, hey, we're not able to hold this level of sustainable growth and success. In fact, it's going to be resistant at some level because the body's job is to keep you safe and alive. That's all it wants to do. The nervous system is all built on safety and it will be resistant to change. And it's important to know that. It's important for us to be respectful and aware of that because when we are aware that our body is resistant to change, then we can work with it. We can know that it's a very natural, normal process that we go through when we're looking to, air quote, change our reality. Because if you think about all, if we take it up high level, if we're thinking about, okay, I want to build sustainable success in my business, that's fulfilling, that's nourishing, that makes me incredible money, fills my bank account, fills my heart, fills my soul. I feel good. I want to get up out of bed every day and do it. I love to sell this thing. I love to do this work. And it makes me incredibly wealthy doing it there's a very good chance that there's going to be some piece of what I just said that you are not experiencing in your life right now, right? And that one piece is change. (laughs) It represents change. And your body is going to be experiencing some resistance to that because it doesn't want to, it doesn't want change. It just wants what's familiar. So that might look like Okay, I have products and offers and things that sell and I make money from them right now, but they don't fulfill me. Yes, I've got all of this recurring revenue mapped out in my business, but I'm not deeply fulfilled. There's things that I'm not talking about. There's offers that I'm not selling. There's work that I'm not doing because I'm scared that, you know, it's not going to sell. I can't, and that's your body's way. You know, that fear that you feel, that anxiousness in your tummy, the pressure in your head that may be a headache the front of your head or the back of your head, the pressure in your neck, the lower back pain is all your body's way of saying, stay in the familiar. And it's also your body's way of inviting you into let's change too. And that's the beautiful thing. So what I want to do is is share with you three signs. Like what are some signs? And, you know, I don't want to just spout out, you know, any old content here. I want to give this to you through the lens of some of my own personal experiences that I've had. Signs that my body has given me and, and, and still gives me too that have told me that, you know what, my body is scared of change right now. 
It's scared of creating this next level of evolution and expansion and sustainable growth. And so I want to share, I've got three for you and I, I want to give you a couple of different takes on them as well. Okay. So the first one is hesitation. Hesitation on taking action to launch new, creative, innovative income streams or strategies. You know, you, you experience that hesitation, like your body, your mind, you might be like, yep, I, I want to do this. This is, it feels good and I know this is the right move, but you're not taking the action. You're not actually creating the offer. You're not showing up and selling it. You're in hesitation and that actually is a freeze response in the body. When we're in hesitation, we're actually in a freeze response. And we can will our mind all the want, all we want, but the body won't jump. The body's not taking the action. You know, it's like if I said to you, we're going to go jump off the Harbour Bridge in Sydney without any safety net, <laughs> just to amplify this and make it even scarier. You dangle your toes over the edge and you can stand there and go, I can do this. We can do this. Everything's going to be fine. But if your body is not jumping, you are in a freeze response in your body. And your body is sending you a sign saying, this is not safe. <laughs> Let's not do this. It's unfamiliar. We've never done this before. We don't know if we're going to jump and what water's going to be like. Are we going to hurt ourselves? Like all the things. And that's exactly what happens. And we can bring that into our business. That's exactly what happens when we're thinking about launching new, different, creative, innovative income streams, income streams that really honor our soul's work, not just mainstream things that we make money. We'll find we, we can get into this freeze response and we're hesitating. So that's a sign that your body could currently be resistant to creating sustainable success. Remember we talked about sustainable success isn't just the money, it's the fulfillment piece, it's the nourishing piece, it's the on purpose piece. The next sign is is that you find you are distracting yourself from negative emotions. Maybe you're distracting yourself because you're scrolling social media. Maybe you're distracting yourself with Netflix but you're distracting yourself from negative emotions like anger, frustration, fear, guilt, shame, pride. But you're going to find that you're in this space and effectively you are in a state of being resistant to feeling. You distract yourself by as I said, you know, scrolling on social media, looking at different things, on Netflix, exercising. You're going to find you're going to distract yourself by doing things that are comfortable, things that are safe, things that you know how to do, things that are easy. Maybe you're distracting yourself, for instance, like the other example, like just selling things and offering things that you know work, that you know sell. That's a distraction technique too. Because you don't want to feel the uncomfortable emotions, the negative emotions that are a very natural and normal part of resistance to change. The problem isn't the negative emotions. I want to be really clear because a lot of people are like, oh, I need to feel certainty and I need to feel confidence and 
I want to feel like it's all going to work out and I just, you know, I feel positive and happy. No. Negative emotions, and I put negative in speech marks too because they're just energy. It's just the interpretation we've put on top of them. But those emotions are a very natural part of your body's response mechanism to unfamiliar and perceived unsafe experiences. But it's you distracting yourself from them that is a sign that your body is actually resistant. It's not the actual experience of them because, yes, the negative emotions are coming up and that is causing a point of resistance, but it's the fact that you are not learning how to safely and healthily connect in with them. So that's another sign. Next sign as well is definitely much more physical symptoms. And these are body signals, headaches. Maybe you're experiencing headaches every week, maybe a couple of times a week. And these might be headaches that you choose to medicate yourself with or even not. But you're going to feel that headache probably in the front part of your head, that pressure building up. Maybe you notice you're getting sick once a month or every other month. Maybe you're also noticing that you're having stomach and digestive issues. Or you notice that if you are, you know, if you're still menstruating, that you're having very painful cramps. You're cramping and really uncomfortable. Your body is sending you all these signs. Maybe it's back pain, lower back, mid back, upper into the neck as well. These are all signals that your body is telling you, hey, I'm, I'm resistant here. I don't want to go down this path. And your body's very clever. It's telling you, this doesn't feel safe right now. And we, and we want to listen to that, not demonize, not demonize it. You know, and I'm not here to in any way, shape or form judge whether you choose to medicate yourself for any physical ailments that you're having. But what happens is when we medicate, all we're doing is treating a symptom. We're not actually removing the underlying causation. You're getting a headache and you take a Panadol, that's fine. Take a Panadol, but also ask yourself, what's the pressure that I'm either trying to avoid or that I am feeling right now? And your body is sending you these signals. And it's sending these signals saying, I need to feel safe. I don't feel safe right now to go down this path and I'm resistant to this. And it doesn't mean a lot of the time we we make this, well, the path isn't aligned. No, your body just needs some nurturing and some nourishing right now so that it can create sustainable success. And that was certainly something that I experienced as well. You might also have trouble focusing. Like you might have trouble focusing for more than 30, 60 minutes on particular activities at a time or, or seeing things through to the end. That could also be a symptom that you're having, that you're resistant to change. And as I said to you, 
Resistance to change is a natural part. It's a very normal response that we go through. And I want to, I want to do that because a lot of people make it mean I'm not in alignment. I'm experiencing resistance. I mustn't be in alignment. But if we just learnt to not resist the resistance and we learn to actually connect with the resistance, we would stop fearing the sensations and the signals our body is telling us. And that would start to help us move into a much more expansive, sustainably expansive state in our nervous system. And how can we do that? And this is the very practical piece that I want to leave with you today. You know, I have a, a four, um, four-part process that I use to help women to move through and strengthen their nervous system. And it's called the alchemy method. And I want to share with you today the very first step in that because the very first step to really overcome your body's inbuilt resistance to change, the very natural normal part of us that says, whoop, hold on a second, you're about to go into unfamiliar territory. Like this level of growth, this level of nourishment and fulfillment and joy and inner peace, like all of those things that can be very unfamiliar to the conditioned human that we all are. There's all these narratives and experiences that you've got to work hard for success. Happiness comes later. Don't be too happy. <laughs> you know, all those messages that we get, they really cause to create that resistance. It's just your body's way of saying, hey, this is unfamiliar. Let's proceed with caution. <laughs> Let's proceed with caution. And your body will either go into that response, that fight response, where it will fight for what you already have. No, that's not going to work. It's fightful. This keeps working. Or, you know, you might go into a freeze response where you're just not taking action at all in the direction of what you want. You know, could be that you flee, that you completely run away and detach altogether. You can have all these different responses. But the thing is, is that we have to learn to work with that resistance, not against it. And that's what most people do, particularly when they do a lot of um, subconscious mindset and reprogramming work, is they see that resistance as something to really push through, like a block, like something that we've got to just, you know, eradicate and remove instead of understanding that if we learn how to change the signals and stop fearing the fear and the resistance and we bring compassion into this, then all of a sudden the resistance starts to dissipate because it's very rare that we're actually resistant to an experience. We're actually resistant to the perceived feelings we're going to have about an experience. We are feeling beings. We are energetic beings. We, are, we have sensations in our body. And when we don't learn how to make peace with the sensations that our body is experiencing, the signals and the signs that our body tells us, when we start to fear them instead, that's when we actually compound on the resistance instead of supporting the resistance to actually just naturally dissipate. So how do we do that? And the one thing that I want to teach you today and just leave with you today at the end of this episode is that the one way that we do that is we actually connect in. We connect in with our body's sensations. We connect in with our emotions, our, our positive emotions and our negative emotions. And we let ourselves connect in with the pure energy. And why this is really important is that what most people do is they connect in with the narrative, the story, the interpretation that's attached to the emotion, the feeling, right? 
Oh, I'm feeling like no one's going to want what I have to offer. No, that's not a feeling. That's a story. The feeling is I'm scared. Okay. The feeling is I'm nervous. The feeling is I'm anxious. The feeling is I'm tense. The feeling is I'm irritated. The feeling is I'm overwhelmed. The feeling is I'm scared. The feeling is, right, very different to I'm, I'm, you know, this isn't going to work. No one's going to buy it. Like it's very different to the actual feeling. Most of us are very good at connecting in with the negative stories, but we're not very good at connecting in with the negative emotions, which is just the pure energy. It's the sensation. And that's exactly what I want to invite you to do is to connect in just with the emotion. And when we learn to do that, because connection brings with it compassion. And when we connect, you think about, you know, if you have a child and you just meet them, like they're going through and having a really difficult emotional time. Maybe they're having a tantrum, they're angry, they're irritated, they're sad. If you keep, if you're coming like changes, stop thinking that everything's fine, right? You can see their body tense up. They start to fight. Because everything in their body is saying, this isn't fine. I'm not okay. This sensation's actually scary. But when we come in and connect with them and just say, are you feeling sad? Yeah, I'm feeling sad. All of a sudden, you'll start to see the energy shift in their body. That happens from pure connection. And that's what I want to invite you in today. The way to overcome your body's inbuilt resistance is purely through connection. Connection with your body. Connection with your emotions, both good and bad, positive and negative. And we do that, we start to reduce the stimulus, okay, all those neurotransmitters. We start to change the neurotransmitters that communicate with the subconscious mind that pulls on that pattern and says this is our interpretation of something. Now, I'm going to go deeper into this inside of a free workshop that I'm hosting in a couple of days. It's Thursday, the 25th of May, 10 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. I'm going to put the link inside um, the show notes for this episode. And I want to invite you into it. This is a completely pitch-free workshop too. I want to let you know I'm actually not selling anything at the end of this workshop. I will be offering a group program centered all around nervous system, connection with business nervous system and money nervous system coming up in a couple of months time. But right now I'm not doing that. Right now I'm in just in pure support and education mode because I want to get this message out to as many people as possible so they can start working on the invisible element. So I'm going to, it is a live workshop. It will be recorded. There will be a replay available for 48 hours after the original recording is done. So I'm going to drop that link below in the show notes. And I want to invite you over. If you want to go deeper into this, and I'm actually going to take you, I'm going to give you one very simple tool to connect in with your body's signals and emotions so you can start overcoming your body's inbuilt resistance to, to change. It's inbuilt resistance to that evolution that you want to go on in your business. This is an incredibly powerful tool that I'm going to share with you. It's super simple, but it is very powerful. So I want to invite you in. Details are in the show notes, okay? Um, thank you for being here with me for this episode today. If you have any questions about this, you can shoot them through. Instagram is the best place at I am Gemma Banad. Otherwise, I want to invite you into my workshop. It's called Expand. It's really business nervous system 101. And honestly, whether you are familiar with the nervous system and the different nervous system states, I'm going to teach it to you through the lens of business and success, 
okay, which is a very unique perspective that I'm bringing that truthfully I have not seen taught anywhere. I see a lot of people teaching about the nervous system, but not not actually principles and how it how it actually connects and relates to business, money, and success. And that's exactly what we're doing. And so I want to invite you to expand the live workshop. Okay. All right. Thank you for being here with me for today's episode, all about the invisible element of sustainable success. And I will see you for another episode really soon.